0: Peter Thiel, one of my favorite people in the entire world, I think he's incredibly clever, he's incredibly contrarian, naturally too, and he has some amazing opinions specifically in this day and age when you have everyone scared about AI. I think as a general rule of thumb, my lessons over the past few years, one of of the big takeaways is the fact that whenever there's a hype train, whenever there's a huge level of consensus, and which is so certain of one thing, most of the time it fizzles out. And my concern is that similarly to what happened in the cryptocurrency sector, similarly as to what's happened within the growth stock sector, we're having another kind of bubble, at least within the AI sector, in which everyone is so scared about AI, everyone's just raising money for AI, everyone's building with this buzzword of AI, but in reality it just fizzles out to be something that perhaps was less important than we than we previously believed i think is the correct way of putting it that's the line of thought at least i'm going with now peter till kind of line of thinking when it comes to ai is more focused upon the dangers of monitoring and the methods in which companies are using to generate these generative ai systems in comparison to the actual potential utility of ai when it comes to displacement of jobs etc peter till stated within a recent conference that how do we think about ai he questioned isn't it AI an intelligent deity? Is AI an evil god? How should we picture AI in the next revolution?" And Peter went on to reference a book by Wang Haning, who is the supposed professor and theorist of Xi Jinping. Huning is basically one of the leaders in governments for China and is labeled as the man behind the line of thought of Mr. Xi Jinping. And long story short, this figurehead Mr. Haning wrote a report, a book actually, about 30 years ago on his visit to the United States and his differences in opinions, which was fairly interesting. And Peter Thiel's takeaway was the fact that this book, this analysis from his perspective when it comes to his understanding of China, is basically a method in which he believes China was trying to derange our society via heightening what he calls these Hegelian contradictions. Peter mentioned that TikTok is a big threat, and I assume he extrapolates from this that it must be banned. Peter stated that TikTok is basically a weapon that is designed to derange us through decentralized and heightened contradictions. But it doesn't end there. Teal warns about the dangers of AI and specifically AI face recognition which has been used in China for many many years. This is the first inclination that China is becoming analogous to the likes of North Korea. It's comparable to North Korea in terms of their utter surveillance and dictatorship-styled political structure that is becoming, what I believe, increasingly more concerning. And if matters couldn't get worse, you may think that this is some sort of fallacy, but there's many case studies in the past, Peter points towards, in which highlights the danger of these AI systems, and highlights the danger of these Chinese data sets in which are being collected continuously. In fact, just in 2021, one of China's best well-known actresses, one of the most famous actresses in China, vanished, not only from public view, but simultaneously from digital view, this actress called Zeo disappeared far more thoroughly than perhaps anyone could previously anticipate. This actress disappeared not only from physical view, but simultaneously from digital view, in which her Weibo profile with 86 million followers, and any fan page or page associated with this cert- certain actress was vanished, it was disappeared, it was banned instantaneously. In fact, they even went as far as films and television programs in which mentioned her at all they were totally banned from viewing certain you know credits at the end of the movies were rubbed out scrubbed so basically they made this person completely disappear from the conscious minds of the chinese citizens zeo's name was scrubbed from the credits of projects she had appeared in or directed and replaced with the blank space online discussions uttering her name were censored and suddenly little traces remained the 45-year-old celebrity had ever existed. And this is the power of Chinese AI. This is the power that Peter Thiel is worried about. This is the power that we must be concerned about, especially when you come and grapple with the idea that the US and China are kind of subconsciously adversaries. Perhaps this is heightening further. But what does this mean from a US perspective? If China is using these large data sets and infringing on personal rights, how does the US ever compete with that? Because obviously in the US we have a much more differentiated version of ethics and a much more differentiated version of political structures in which can therefore dissuade us and there'll be much kind of pushback if the US or the West ever were to use that type of monitoring. In China don't they just have such an advantage in consideration of the fact that they're monitoring citizens literally every 2nd there every day? Their data sets are far more powerful than us you could argue. And if you thought that story of the Chinese actress, which by the way was one of the most kind of famous actresses in the whole of China with 86 million followers across socials. If you thought that was just one sole story, then I'm sorry, but you're wrong. Other Chinese entertainers have also begun to vanish, as the Chinese government regulators announced a heightened crackdown, intended to dispense with vulgar internet celebrities promoting certain lifestyles and resolve the problem of chaos created by online fandom culture. Those imitating the ephemeral characteristics were set to go, with the government vowing to resolutely put an end to sissy men appearing on the screen of China's impressionable youths. Unfortunately Zao and her counterparties, the other individuals and public figures that were vanished, not only in a physical sense but also most importantly perhaps in a digital sense, they were totally wiped out of the mind of, of the Chinese individual. Their lives never existed. That was the kind of message that China wanted to push forward and they did this all with data and AI. Unfortunately, these people were caught up in something much larger than themselves. The sudden new wave of government policies that are being upended in Chinese life in what state media has characterized as a profound transformation of the country. The point being is that AI is transforming the face of totalitarianism in China. I've argued in the past that I don't believe China is going to win against the US in consideration of the fact that within China, incentives are skewed towards internal politics and gossip in comparison to hard truth-seeking and hard work. Now that's not to say that Chinese people don't work hard, of course it's not. But it is to say that from a very holistic, generalized level, there is a skewment of incentives. Incentives in China are not focused upon finding the truth. Why should you go truth-seeking and speak out? If you upset the political dictator Xi Jinping, you're going to be banished and you're going to disappear from physical and public view. It doesn't make sense to truth-seek. It's far more beneficial to focus on internal politics, staying on the right side of Xi Jinping, even if that means doing something that perhaps is unethical. And that is the point that I'm making, and I think that ripples across the country. In the US, you do not have that ability. In the US, you have a culture that is incentivized towards entrepreneurialism. It's incentivized towards truth-seeking. At least, you can argue. Peter too mentions that one way in which we can focus upon the question in regards to China versus AI is mentioning and concentrating upon the idea of which society is going to be destroyed faster by the somewhat dystopian AI that is being imposed. So Peter Till, in the first kind of iteration of his commentary in 2022 very recently, was mainly concentrated upon the dystopian effects of AI and how, if we're not careful, the West subconsciously, after trying to compete with China, could end up going into this dystopian mess. In which AI is being used and data is being collected on innocent civilians um, via usage of facial recognition and other kind of features in which are commonly used today in China. But this kind of prediction and the comments by Peter Till in 2022 have, have kind of contradicted what he said in recent time. In 2021, he had a very different view on AI. Thiel considers arguments about whether computers that think like people will ever be developed to be above his pay grade, he mentioned within a quote. And given that his reputation is around $3.7 billion, this is basically a polite way of saying that such arguments are a waste of time. You see, the thing you have to understand about Peter Tiller is foundational to his philosophy on life, on business, on investing, is the mitigation of what he calls buzzwords. He's always skeptical of buzzwords, and in fact, one buzzword that he specifically hates is the buzzword of AI. AI is the worst buzzword out there, he said. And one of the reasons it's such a terrible buzzword is that it can mean just anything about anything. So it can mean something futuristic, about computer technology, the next generation of computers, the last generation of computers, and anything in between. The real concern Peter has is more to do with privacy and surveillance, the real danger of mass monitoring at all places at all times. He believes that if we go down this kind of route of AGI, AI data collection efforts in which is being imposed in China, then he believes this is a shift towards totalitarianism. It's a shift away from decentralization towards centralization. It's basically an infringement upon civil liberties, in which I think the majority of people would agree that's a very bad idea. He basically summed up that his major concerns about AI and AGI is that it's currently conceived to go through giant databases, looking at people, modelling people, doing machine learning on people to build an AGI. You need the sort of surveillance to get to the AGI. And of course, the surveillance of an AI has a sort of creepy totalitarian undercurrent indeed before the computer does our thinking for us if ever we may have long since become afraid to think for ourselves he said that is the main issue peter is not necessarily concerned he's mentioned within his book zero to one that he thinks it's he thinks it's fairly absurd that agi is going to replace humans entirely there's going to be a mass displacement of jobs and we're all going to sit there kind of twiddling our thumbs thinking what to do with our lives he thinks that's absurd but he is concerned more with the focus on totalitarianism and the ways in which data is being collected in order to create these AGI models. AGI, he believes, basically requires mass surveillance. You have to collect mass levels of data. You have to filter this data. You have to model people in order to create the AGI systems. You have to continuously label this data. That is his main concern. So whilst everyone else is focused upon GPT displacing jobs so on and so forth Peter Till once again and within his very contrarian view is focused more upon how can we ensure that AGI is utilized successfully without the necessity for giant levels of data to be collected and basically mass surveillance do we need do we want AGI if mass surveillance is going to be the sole purpose the sole method in which we get to AGI and I think And I think you would agree, perhaps not. So let me know your thoughts, Peter Till, once again. An utter contrarian, total legend, and very interesting character to listen to. Keep questioning, stay contrarian, and I'll see you soon.